Just the intro. Appreciate that, man. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to Imano Talk. It's your boy Daniel Imano. Uh, this would be the third episode of season four. We had to call an audible a little bit. We were originally supposed to have Matt the fucking rapper in here, but hey, he had to go take care of some personal things. So we are going to have him back on a later date. But filling in for the role, Fuegavelli himself over here, Kid Adams. Yo, what to do? What to do? You feel me? In the building. What's Fuego good, bro? Rolo gang, you know what I'm saying? It's wild for the energy in your track. You're just like so like content, like and calm. Yeah. Like ever since you hopped out the wave, you're just like, yo, it's good, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm generally a chill person. You feel me? But yeah. like when it's time to turn up, I'm there with it. So, you know. Okay. So, yeah. That's well, the go for us type shit. Well, let's start off there. Let's talk about energy because Fuegavelli brings a hell of a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling fresh off the release? I mean, I'm feeling good. You know what I mean? I'm just trying to get it in the right ears. You feel me? Get the right listeners, you know, the ones to get attached to it and just really gravitate to what I'm saying on it if they can't relate. You know what I mean? Just try to build that presence with uh, my base, my fan base, really. That's really what I'm on with this project. And this is your first project, what, in like two or three years, something like that? Basically, yeah. Yeah, because I I was doing a little digging and I was like, seeing, I was like, damn, I was like, he really ain't put too much out since like 2017. Like maybe a single, I think it was like at the beginning of the year or two. Mm -hmm. And then that was about it. Yeah. Um. Obviously, that means a lot went into this project. So, with that hiatus, what 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 has been happening with you? What's been happening with Kid Adams? Well, you see, the thing was like this. Um, I'll be honest with you. I wasn't originally planning on dropping this uh project at the beginning of the year. It wasn't that wasn't a plan. You know what I'm saying? But you know, due to COVID, everything got switched up. So you know, I felt like okay, if I'm gonna be 
you know, um, on a break, you know, I might as well give people something. But it just kind of transitioned once I dropped Angels and Demon early on in the year. And I seen what kind of like, you know, reaction I got from that. And then I dropped a couple other singles after that. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to just drop it because it's been in the stash. I've. I've had this project for about like four years. You feel me? So okay, I was like, yeah, like let me just let me just drop it. You know what I mean? Because it's been sitting and it's still fire. You feel me? So it's like, why not? And and it definitely has that next level sound to it. I mean, I hope people who are listening now who just heard the intro alone are able to realize like mm-hmm. what kind of sound went into it. And hearing you say even like, oh, I've had you know th- these songs are like at least some of these songs stashed for at least the you know most part of the last four years. A lot of people don't realize like how sometimes an artist is a few steps ahead of the game. Do you feel like you had to like train yourself to kind of get to that level or do you feel like it was just something that almost organically happened for you? I mean, it's a little bit of both. Like I felt like I always had like it, you know what I mean? But you still got to like, and that's why I think my camp, because they helped me with that a lot. Like as far as like artist development, it's just like, you know, finding my niche and just finding like my sound and who, you know, like all of that obviously developed over, um, over a long period of time. But I think it was that like, consistent, like, going at it because we was always in the studio it was never a moment i wasn't in the studio so was, I, I was always working and just you know working on my sound so i think it's a little bit of both um being organic and like you know training myself to get to that point too tell the people how long you've been in this miami scene because i i've heard about your name for a while now like i want to talk about like since like 2014 like i've heard yeah, about kid adams that's what's up. That's you know what's like up. that was like that was like yeah. when you were probably first still coming up because you know like I, I i'm like cool with people like from like west side plague like ivan mm, from fast okay, life but, yeah. kevin obo from vintage stereon like all of them like those are those are some of my closest people so like when they were okay. starting to throw shows like way back in like 2012 2013 yeah. 2014 you know, names was, like yours, Prez P, like these were names that were actually still around back yeah, then. Yeah, most there. I was actually like, yeah, I was uh, I was around them boys at one point. Not too heavy, but, you know, I think I just like rubbed shoulders with them at one point or met them at like, you know, some type of event. But I think I, um, um, no, no, yeah, I remember running to them boys a lot. Uh, I think it was Fast Life. Um, That's, well, I don't know if, you familiar with them but yeah of course like, like cool. they literally live right up the block okay. like those are oh, my people like i've yeah, known a lot of them yeah. since high school oh that's lit that's lit yeah yeah. So, yeah yeah i used to rock with them boys in high school but but you said 2014 2013 i was actually um like it was a song that was actually popping off way before then it was called straight like that like a lot of people that's really you know like you know day county they really well no i mean actually you know broward broward should know about it too that song was really popping in like 2012 that's when that's when we dropped it. So I was kind of and that I think um, uh yeah 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 president they was on the scene around that time. They they know they, yeah. you know what I'm saying. So it was it was it was uh, I've been I've been out here for a long stretch. I ain't gonna lie, almost eight years, probably going on ten. So that's what a lot of people don't know that you know it just switched up and transitioned over a while. You know I got you know things changed. You know obviously the sound grew so. Yeah, a lot of things develop over time. I think a lot of people now, too, are accustomed to, like, oh, like, Kid Adams is is doing some big things right now. And they look back and they're just like, okay, like, you know, like, he, he probably just, like, released his first project. But then they actually go back mm-hmm. and then they see, like, oh, you've actually been around for quite a minute. Yeah. Um, so I actually did a little bit of digging, right? We're going to yeah. talk a little more about it, but I, I'll jump into a track real quick. But this is honestly a, a track that I fuck with right here. Here we are. This one's called A Sweet Lick. Oh, so I'm gonna run this for the people right quick. Oh yeah. This is some of that classic Kid Adams for y'all.
stove, working the block. You can make profit by working with rocks. I done seen junkies come out every corner when uncle was cooking and heat up the pot. Heat up the pot, just to buy food, it would be up a lot. Sliding and riding and fleeing from cops to come back to the crib like you see what I got. I was raised in the jungle, I came out of peace. Felt like a monster just came out of me. Brass knuckles, people walking to school. Keep it moving, then don't talk to me, fool. Walking cool, this is a robbery tool. My partner shooters hit the artery, fool. Chop you up and find your body in tools. Thug niggas don't abide by the rules. I'm gutter, gutter, I grew up in the lake. Other suckers couldn't see in my taste. Motherfuckers thought I couldn't be great. So fuck your mother with a dick in the face. Bitches tripping, drop them off on the curb. Cause that money calling and that's all that I heard. Posted with niggas who been through them digits and still in there winning by calling them birds. Yes, sir. Yeah, that, that's said. from what I think that said that was like from like 20 like 15 or 16 or something like that I forgot what it said on Apple Music but like when I when I went back and I listened to that that kind of reminded me of like what I heard like way back like when I first heard of you so obviously the tra- the sound uh, the sound has transcended for you mm-hmm. and when you're listening to that I'm watching you bro and you're like smiling and you're just like damn like okay yeah. like I, I was on that shit back then too yeah 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 back then it was you know um Life was a little different, you feel me? So we was just just going with the flow with the music. Honestly, with that one, I was, you know, we had some help with that. That's um, that's a play for Picasso beat. You feel? Me? I just I, I'm a big fan of his beats. You know, like he produced know. a good amount of of uh, Fuegovelli, right? Yeah, yeah, and that was the original plan too. You feel me? But like I said, you know, things things had happened or whatever. So you know, we had to like put that in the back for a little bit, but. Yeah, I was always a big fan of his beats. So when he used to send us beats, man, I used to just really put like, if I'm like, I'm like, if I'm gonna say something on it, it's gonna definitely be something that people gonna like do that nod their heads to, and just really be like, okay, yeah, yeah, he's saying something on it. And and I saw you like singing it back to yourself, and you're like, yo, and like, it, it, I feel like it took you back somewhere. So can you tell the people like, where did it take you back to? Like, what did it make you feel like when you actually heard that back now? Because that that's at least a five year old track, right? Yeah, it's um, yeah, yeah, like twenty four, twenty four, twenty. 2015, I'm gonna say. I mean, we going into 2021 now, so yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, um, man, around that time I was hungry, man. Like that was a different me, honestly. You know, and so I, I don't really want to go too much in the situation of where I was at that moment, but you know, it wasn't. You know, let's I, talk mindset then. What what was younger kid Adams thinking back then? Man, I was like way more. Ooh, let's let's go before 2014. Let's you know, I was a wild. I was yeah, I was really I was really wild. I think. What calmed me down is like honestly on some real, you know, just being real about it. Like I, a lot of people probably won't be real about it, but I'm gonna be real. It's just like so many people dying. You feel me? Like I, I, uh, you know, especially when I left and I heard left my hood and I came back and I heard how many people done died or whatever. And I'm just like, you know, you know, that's all cool or whatever. You feel me? But I really want to make something of myself. And I and I see my talent, dog. I'm not gonna be dumb about it. You know, like you could like I had my time with that. You feel me? And I just be real about it. Like you know, what I'm saying it's cool. To, like at this point, you know, when you put it in the music, it's more to just portray what you know, you're doing, which is rap music, you feel me, for me, like, I, I don't have my experiences with it, you know what I'm saying, like, and I think I'm at this point where I just want to be professional about it, you feel me, like, let me just make my little money out of this, you feel me, do what I need to do, I've had my time, you know, some people, like, they feel like they need to just continue the image, or continue to, like, you know, I'm, I know how I'm branding myself, and it's just in a, in a certain way, in a certain pattern, but I don't think that living a certain lifestyle, like, or being in a certain environment is going to help that. And I always knew that growing up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, you know, even doing it, like, I really wasn't even at the point, like, where I was in my music, like I was now. I didn't have that support. So it was easier for me to get influenced to do whatever. You feel me? Like, yeah, like, I ain't, you know. There's no one there to guide you. It's just kind of like, no. you're just like, all right, this works right now. 
It ain't you're, even you're about younger it. then. Yes, it wasn't even about because the the ones that the the people that I had got in me in my hood, like not like because it you know it was it was the way it was. But the people you feel me, they weren't really like role models. You feel me? Them, they were stuck in it too. You feel me? It was really get it how you live. You feel me? And I think what I thank God for and all some real nigga shit is that I realized that way early, dog. Like I really like I'm like you know what I could really rap. I could really make beats, you feel me? I want to do something with my life, like, on some real nigga shit. Like, I don't want to just sit in the hood because that's what the fuck I was doing all day. Like, I don't know if I could cuss or not. Yeah, I don't give a shit. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? That's what I was doing all damn day. Like, you know, I had dropped out of school, you feel me? Yeah. And, like, you know, the music situation was kind of shaky at that time for me, and that's all I had. That's all I was doing, you feel me? So it was just like, you know, get it how you live. It was an escape from from the reality in which you didn't want to be a part of. Really, and I think at that point is when I, that's right before I met, you know, the team I'm with right now, which is Fuego, and that's why I'm like, you see, that's another influence to the project, too, because I felt like, you know, you know, obviously there's some experiences in there, you know, I talk about this, I ain't really gonna get too much into that. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to get into full detail about that, but we want to know, like, what the mindset was at, so, like, from what it just seems like is ultimately that, like, you were surrounding yourself with what you didn't want to be. And now you found the people that are going to help inspire mm-hmm. you to be this next level mm-hmm. artist that you're trying to be, that you know, you're capable of obviously being, mm-hmm. and it's taken you through quite a journey. We're going to get into that shortly. I actually have one more track, uh, from an older tape of yours. This is actually off of the tape juice. And this track is actually called face card. Oh, yeah, that's the one too. Oh, that's the one right there. Like it's on. <laughs> that's a fire track that tape was actually probably like your most thorough before this one in all honesty and you were even enjoying that one too yeah that's like i ain't gonna lie was, that was one of the most that's uh it's a couple songs on there that got that same tempo and that bounce that I yeah i like that bounce like that really just had like that like 
classic Miami mm-hmm. bounce to it, no cap. Mm-hmm. And then your vocals, I, I like you could see where your vocals were getting toward mm-hmm. Fuego Valley, like where it's at now. Like you could see where the growth was. Like even just between those two tracks alone, like you could hear that you were trying to get more melodic. You could hear that you were trying to figure out like how could I like kind of do something that people could just sing themselves back to, like that. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, you just want yeah, people yeah. to be like, whoa. You know what's so crazy? Uh, Juice came after Fuego Valley though. It came after, so you already had Fuego Valley just stashed away. Then, like that was one of my first projects that we made when I was with them. We just oh was, wow, that shit was so fire. We just like sat on that shit, you know, like and it's still it's still good for right now. Listen, it's not like you nah. know what I mean. Yo, so you can only imagine what you're making now. What is that going to sound like in like 2024 if we're talking about four or five years later? Listen. That's why I just be chilling Like I be like Cause I know I got listeners That really wanna listen To new music Like they be like And you know I wanna be patient You feel me But like I be wanting to Like give it to them too Cause they like They just be like Give it to us Give it to us Like they really be Of course Well one thing One thing with the fans Oh I accidentally hit the camera This this is a new angle We're trying to get But yeah so (laughs) So like one thing with fans That uh, I even was talking about With Lil Germ And shout out Lil Germ I know you got him to Perform at the release party And everything Um, Shout out Lil Germ But yeah so a lot of listeners, like, their attention span is just, like, it's yeah. diminished. It's, like, nothing now. Like, I mean, you, you hear a lot of rappers dropping, like, these minute and a half, two-minute songs, mm-hmm. and they drop them in abundance. Like, people mm-hmm. will drop a mixtape now, and that shit's got, like, 25 songs on it. And, you know, like, really only, like, 10 to 15 of them are, like, songs that would probably go toward an album or a legitimate mixtape. But they're just dropping everything because fans just want more and more mm-hmm. and more. When Benny the Butcher actually dropped his album, I remember seeing on his Instagram, someone commented, when are you going to drop another one? And it's like, mm-hmm. yo, like it was like a week after he just dropped this Damn, shit. Damn, yeah, you definitely right about that. And I think, you know, it all depends on the type of, like, what, honestly, as an artist, it, 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 you know, you could, if it's not any personal situation for the reason why you're holding back music, I don't think, you know, you should like allow fans to kind of push you into doing that. You know, some some people they make just as much music as they drop, so it's not a problem for them. They feed they you know fan base what they want. Everybody's happy, but I felt like with me, you know, I wanted to like cuz the kind of like, you know, like you said, the development part it, it ended up kicking up a notch and I started just making great music like in abundance, you feel me? And it just like it became so much. It was like what are we going to do with it? We ended up sitting sitting on a lot of them things end up happening we ended up sitting we ended up making more songs and sitting on them too yeah. so like literally like the catalog is so big that it was a smart idea to just like really sit back and just say all right we're gonna chill for a little bit see how things look and then start dropping music and that's exactly how the year went because you know with, with um you know with covid it kind of just spent the whole music game like on this action everybody just didn't even know what they were going to do at that point everybody's trying to figure it out so that's when we like you know what we can go back in the playbook and just throw this one out real quick because it's still fire well some things that also happened that i also found out about that i i didn't know about before someone who actually adapted pretty well to covid another past guest of the show tunde Mm -hmm. i saw that y'all had a project together when he was baba tunde back in like 2016 Yeah, yeah yeah what is it like for you to look at like an artist like tunde and think to yourself like yo like we had this project when we were just trying to figure things out and like now you both have your own individual successes down the line what what, what has that been like for you it kind of if you think about it it feel like like cardi and uzi feel me you see how they kind of yeah. just transition like and it's just dope because we both doing different things and it's like and it's both and like well honestly you know i think the growth part of it is the most important thing because like we 
kind of had our project and then we kind of went our separate ways and we started developing in our own process you feel me like yeah. i know what type of artist i wanted to be and he knew what type of artist he wanted to be and i think like it transitioned and it shows in how we started like dr either dropping music or you know whatever the case may be just in that sense you feel me so i feel like it's dope to see it because everybody's growing in their own way i feel like it's another artist that you know like i feel like no, his name is Soldier Living True Poochie. Yeah, me? I've been I've been seeing a lot about him. I'm trying to I'm trying to link up with him. Definitely have to, you know what I'm saying? Like I think his story is probably like a, a dope one too because he was on house arrest doing a lot of what he was doing, you feel me? So I feel like and he's grew a lot too because I remember when he jumped in the scene. It was just like it was I you know, at first for me, I didn't think it was gonna be a, like I knew he wanted to do it, but it was just like it's hard to really jump in the scene like that. You feel me? You can have it like at first it's just like, you know, people gonna be like, okay, cause they support you, but when you really start doing your thing and pushing and really start pressing on the guys, that's when people gonna get attached. And I seen for him, it just became really, really big, you feel me? So I feel like everybody's really developing in their own way and in their own phase and just doing their own thing to really grow their brand. So it's just dope to see because that's Miami culture for you, feel me? Different yeah. part. I mean it's a pot, different people in it. You feel me? Like, like it's a melting pot of yeah. these different ideas. Yet, and the cool thing is, is like you guys are going down somewhat of a similar path, is what it seems, right? But you're on your own separate roads, mm -hmm. and it's like y'all are just going to link back up later. It just and almost feels like, that's how it and it just is. seems like yeah. it always works out that way. Because I feel like a lot of people under uh, underestimate the idea of like, um, I'll catch you at the mountaintop because everybody yeah. thinks the mountaintop's only good for one person, and it's like. That's not that's, that's not even the case. I mean, this game is literally wide open for everybody. You feel me? Like, you know, you don't have to be like a signed artist to be successful or to grow or to you Well look at I mean? like United Masters and all these brands. Exactly. That's everybody's using that right now. Everybody, you know what I'm saying? Actually we was just talking about that. You feel me? So that's definitely a thing that's gonna help a lot of artists grow into the artists they wanna be, you feel me? Like as far as actually getting paid off, you know, and then everything outside of that, because it's you know, with the right connects, do shows, get paid, you know, that's all of that comes with it too, but that part of actually getting paid from your music is gonna definitely motivate artists to really, you know, get in tune with their fan base and their music. Like I'm, a, yeah. I, I'm seeing it now. You feel and me? they even like track your growth and all that stuff. Cause like I even have a United Masters page. Like even though I don't sell music or none of that, but it helps me like track my social media growth and like mm -hmm. what I could target for myself. It allows me to set goals that way. And I, that's what I like about things like that is that it's helping the artists teach themselves about like what they should look out for. Cause mm -hmm. it used to be that people would go into a label, sit with the label and the label has all the statistics and all the answers because the artist just wasn't educated in the business side of things. They just knew how to make the music. They knew how to put out the music by signing, you know, a piece of paper and thinking that someone was going to take care of everything. But a lot of artists obviously lost a lot that way. Mm -hmm. um, and I think artists are a lot smarter. My bad. I mean, no, no, you're good. You're good. I think you artists are a lot smarter. It's a lot more information being tossed around as far as like really how to carry yourself, what to do, what to look out for. So Surrounding think, yourself with the right team. Mm -hmm, a team too. You know, it's, these tips and, and bits are really out here for artists to catch now. So it's not just a, you know, okay, I, I hope I do it. Now it's like, okay, nah i know how to get myself set up i know i need this that that and the third and it becomes like easier for artists to really do it now if that's why you have so many people wanting to make music now because they yeah. realize what they need and it's so I mean? easy to connect especially through social mm -hmm. media now like with apps like clubhouse shout out mm -hmm. to clubhouse because like now people are actually verbally able to connect like mm -hmm. the other day I'm, I'm in a, a clubhouse room with like kevin nobo from vintage Stereon. he started this whole room and next thing you know papa keith you know mm -hmm. uh dre from cool and dre like all these people are just entering the chat and just talking with everybody like it's nothing you know oh, people like who were on the original pitbull marketing team things like that and they're they're, they're just 
dropping the, uh, gems, networking, mm-hmm. like telling you, like, yo, follow me, like message me. We could definitely work on that or I could teach you a little something about that. And I think that's really what's advancing this entire mm-hmm. business now. And that's why everybody's able to adapt and understand the business. They're able to, you know, have access to these things that are going to allow them to grow. Um, but with the growth of an artist, right, some of the things that you went through in this time, at least before the release of Fuego Valley, now that we know that Fuego Valley was, you know, stashed away from years ago, mm-hmm. um, you've worked with some pretty big artists, at least from Florida, you know, mm-hmm. you've gotten to work with Kiddo Marv, which Kiddo Marv is one of, the, you know, the best up and coming artists right out of Florida right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out Kiddo Marv. You've worked with Billy Blue. You've worked with Gunplay. Mm-hmm. What was that like for you as an artist to, to experience what it's like to work with them? I mean, okay, well, you know, it's all the experiences were definitely different. You feel me? Um, they were organic. I would say the first time I met Gunplay, it was kind of, it was actually through another artist, and it was dope because, like, I remember time. I remember a time when I wanted to. Um, I reached out. I was like sixteen, trying to you know do my own thing with the music. I reached out to his management, and I was like, "Yo, you know, like, what's the chat?" I, I was professional as possible. I'll ask him though. I'm just gonna keep it short. But if you don't I, mind me asking, how old are you now? I'm 25. You're 25? Yeah. Oh, shit. I thought you were, like, older than that. For real? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, damn. Yeah, I feel young. You know what I'm saying? I want to continue feeling young. Well, I just knew that you've been around for a little minute, so I was like, I was like oh, all right. He's oh, probably, okay. like, I'm 28, so I thought you were a little closer to my age. I mean, you're still right there, but... Nah, you see, back in the back in the days, like I said, 2012, I was still in high school, but I was on the music scene though. Yeah, you know what I mean, like I was like I don't know if you know Jimmy Dade, but you know I was making music with Jimmy Dade at age 16. He's you know he's uh, for me he's a notable Miami Dade artist. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've definitely heard the name. I'm yeah. not too too familiar with his work, but I definitely heard the name. No, at least from still. years ago, I remember like hearing the name. You know, feel me? So like, yeah, you know, I was making music with people twice my age at that time, so it was, I was really on the scene early, but. I would say with, you know, with them, with the experiences with, like, and a shout out to each of them, you know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, I would say the experiences was all different, you feel me? Like, uh, I don't know. I really don't remember how it was when I first, when I, when I first met, um, Billy Blue, to be honest. I think it was through, uh, my manager at the time, um, Big Chuck, you know what I'm saying? It was kind of, yeah, I really don't remember that too, too well. But yeah, Gunplay was probably the most notable one for me because he got my, I like, it was, yeah, he got my number somehow, somewhere, somehow, and he wanted to do a song. And I was like, yo, it's Gunplay, you feel me? At that time, yeah. for me, it's like, for me, I, w- I was always a fan of him growing up too, you feel me? Because he was from Carroll City, you know what I mean? Like, I'm from Carroll City, so it was just like, it was in that same little, you know, Triple C's, and, you know, it was, it was we was always a fan of, you know, obviously, of the culture growing yeah, up. Yeah, so big I'm facts. Like, be a fan of his music. So that was dope, man, you know, seeing that. But I, I also, at that time, kind of, like, it signaled for me that I was what I always believed that I, I am. You know, like, I'm I'm going to say this now, you feel me? Because I'm probably not going to say it again. But I believe in my soul and in my heart that I'm one of the best artists coming out of Dade County. It's just only a matter of time before I really get to prove it. You feel me? But, yeah. You so got to, but you got to have that mindset. Like, a lot of people, I, I hate when people are just like, okay, but just know you, you're probably not going to be better than this person. It's like, it's not no. a matter of being better. It's like, are you able to be the best you could be as far as where you believe you can take yourself to? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like think that's as far as it is. It's more because um, you can have the potential, dog, but you, you, you if, unless you fill those shoes and really like, you know what I'm saying? Like you got, like you said, the vision, the things that you know are possible, like, which is true for me. I already done put enough work for me to like not believe that, but it's only a matter of time before I get to really prove it, dog. Good. I like that. I like that, man. Mm-hmm. Well, now we know Fuego Valley has been stashed away for a little bit, but let's jump on into another track real quick. Um, you actually sent me this one for Tune In Tuesday the other day. 
Uh, but this track is called Black Kings. Let's turn it up real quick. Big facts. Straight off Wega Valley. Y'all go stream that. It's available everywhere. My nigga pull up in the Audi truck. We got youngies that are down the bus. Ain't the time to start conflicts. All I want to do is count it up. We ain't fucking with a lot of niggas. We ain't trying to make it down with us. I ain't trying to be nobody brother. Want to copyright from my brother. Ten toes in the fucking dirt. You a whole wet fucking skirt. Hit a nigga where it fucking hurt. Ammunition in the fucking verse. With the right hook, you can suck a punch and you can feel it blowing that fucking word. Sneak this and get your face tagged. No Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg. I'm a summer 16 shit. Cook a coke, I got the clean bricks. Hopping on my Halloween shit. Creeping on smart scene shit. Premonitions of a drive by. It's about to be a five by. Me and Lamb don't see eye to eye. Ain't connecting no Wi Fi. I got shot in the dollar. Stack the money to the pile up. Black kids with the power. Joe be cautious when you're around us. Keep it dope in the counter. Big on me at the counter. Trap kids with the powder. Better know it when you're around us. Traffic it, traffic it, I just be dope on no road and they look like I'm trafficking Niggas be thinking we lacking it, fat when we travel, we low-key be packing it I got my family sit with me on everything, we gon' be next and I promise that I'ma finesse where them commas at, none of them niggas get on me back Come to your city, you know we strapped, Ace always know where the hoes be at Niggas be feeling your internet, I ain't your buddy, don't call me that Fuck on that bitch, like we deep in love, they tell her hoes never call me back But she still slides over, cause good dick make coast bipolar Smoke that shit with fire odor, she cut that cane like I'm gold Got a low light bitch with a high motor, hey game is so mind blowing I'ma miss that shit with the lime soda, smoke that split till my eyes lower When I get that check, I'ma buy Porsche, ballin' hard like a pop four Old money, I want that old money, talking damn money like a dinosaur Tryna buy a portion, I can drop it for the fours Round the city with a title four, I ain't buying hoes, buying out the stores For my bitch in the valley, too round for me Got some young little niggas who got it on them in the shooter Who waiting to fight for me, nigga, hold up <laughs> I got shot on the dollar, stack the money to the pile up Black kids Let's give him one more Let's give him one back to back real quick I like this one too I don't know how to say it though. I feel like I'm gonna fuck it up. Eliminate though. Oh, you remember the show? You remember the show? Eliminate. Nah, I don't. You remember that show? Nah. What? That shit was hard. What channel? I forgot. What's on? Let me set the record straight. Bitch, you just participate. Three girls with me doing bro. They trying to send a tape. Looking at my pocket slide. How much I'm going to pay? How much I'm Fuck around and put her on my dinner plate. Yeah. As a plot, thinking niggas try me blocks. Taking shit from no bitch, man. Up, nigga, get from the block. Got your bitch on my jock. Say it feel like you hot. Don't end up with your top. Missing, yeah, yeah. In the coop with the top missing, huh? Yeah. And I got your boo and her top missing. Up with the bullshit, my niggas. The opposite jeans kinda tight. I don't think that my Glock could fit back on my bullshit. Feel like Ripadella or your Mac. Got a full clip. Your niggas is set it for you. I'm on a date with from Johnson Wells, two phones with me, one for women, one for clientele. I ain't with the rah-rah, I just want my guala up. My bitch is tripping on me, but this shit you do is not enough. See a nigga cloud it up, huh? now you popping up. Fucking all them lame niggas, huh? they ain't hot as us. Let me 
set the record straight Bitch, you just participate Three girls with me doing blow They tryna send a day Looking at my pockets like How much I'm gonna win today? <laughs> Fuck around and put her on my dinner plate Yeah, As a plot, thinking niggas try me Glock Spitting, I take it shit from no bitch, man Ops, nigga, kid from the block Got your bitch on my jock Sitting, feel like you hot Don't end up with your top Missy, knock with the shits Push that bitch to the left Like you, like you I guess don't expect no thing from a nigga, I ain't that nice It was dark in my heart, now I'm bright, flashlight Pick up my old bitch, shout out to my new bitch Riding in the cool whip, she lick my cool whip Y'all gotta go stream that Fuego Valley Y'all gotta go stream that Fuego Valley You wanna hear that shit in full, you gotta go stream that Fuego Valley That shit is fire and it's crazy to think that you recorded that shit years ago from what mm. you're telling me right now. Mm-hmm. So what made now the right time? I mean, honestly, like I said, it was just a change of plans with everything that was going on. You know, like um, it just kind of like I said, not only did it mess up things, but it messed up things for everybody, basically. You know what I mean? So that it, it was more like an improv kind of thing, you know. But like I said, it's something that I've been it was either now or never because. If I didn't drop it now and, I, and everything, you know, the time for it would just pass. It would, and I would just be. And I be feel me. like the sound, like music, right now is already transcending. Mm-hmm. So it's like you don't want to leave it too far in the past. Because yeah. like for me, like I used to produce before I was doing all of this. That's so like, true. so like for me, like when I go back and I listen to like some of my beats that are past like a certain amount of time, I'm like damn, this would have been fire mm-hmm. at this mm-hmm. time. You know, like not literally that exact time, but like up until like mm-hmm. this time. But like now, it's already past that point. Yeah, most definitely. So I feel you on that. I feel like that happens with music. Um, but like when it came to actually releasing it and stuff, did you feel like there was just like a, a new purpose behind it? Like when the time came, like it was just like, yo, like this, this actually would make sense right now. It actually did too. You know, it wasn't just like, okay, you know, cause I had other songs that I could have, you know, compiled together to make a project in a way. Like I've, I have, like I said, I'm sitting on a lot of music, you know, yeah. like a lot of it still has to go through transitions as far as mixing and mastering, but I still have a collective body of music. Me so I could have easily just oh you know what I like these six songs they fit together and then I like okay I like those seven songs because this is a large large library and I could have just easily put something together you feel me but I felt like that was already together it was there sitting mixing master like it was literally already ready to go you feel me yeah and there was a purpose behind it just like the whole thing like you knew yeah. there was something about it for me yeah I always knew that there was something about it I just needed to drop you know the timing like I was like I was saying you know telling people. Put it on the Instagram posters. It was just the timing. So it was like, you know what? I'm not going to go another year, three years without not dropping nothing. So I was like, you know what? The year's about to end. Let me just drop it, man. Like, yeah, and I feel like this is the best year to do that, in all honesty. Like, it's been yeah. such a wacky-ass year that mm-hmm. it's just like, you know what? I may as well be dropping this right now because mm-hmm. it already fits the sound of today. Mm-hmm. And it only allows you a little more cushion to keep recording and be able to compile a new body of work mm-hmm. for these next few years to come. I, I feel like... um. When I, and at the time of making it too, it was like a, a lot of influence. You feel me? Like especially with that. Co- I don't know. The cover for me is what kind of like made me go. Explain the cover because it's definitely an interesting one. We actually, you know, um, that's a funny story because we knew someone who was able to get the um, um, shout out Vlad Sebatov, but he's a cover design, uh, you know, a graphic designer, and it was he sent us a couple actually, but that was the one that really. St- Stuck out, you know, like there was just something about it. Yeah, and it kind of represented what I was trying to bring to the music too. Like, it's it, if you look at it, man. For me, it's like um, I see 
a hunger for two different things, and then I brought that with the body of music I have. It's like if you look at the way the you arms, see the two hands like reaching at like, but they're the, reaching it differently, you know, as far as the whatever it is. That's for me. That's like in gold. That's the diamond. That's what everybody wants. You know, yeah. that's what I see. I see two ways to get it, or it's two ways you're going through it, or it's two two kinds of it's. The it's, angel and the devil on each shoulder. It's it's yeah. It's both those sides coinciding with each other. And when I I listen to the music and the sound and the way it projects, like it goes from that. It goes from aggressive to a more like you know like aggressive approach to to you know like basically if you listen to the songs, it's like I know what's going on. You know this is what it is. I have a firm approach to what I'm doing. Same end goal. And then with on the other side is things that I may be going through emotionally. You know, if you listen to the project, it's a long stretch, and there's also the other side of what I could be going through, which is, like, you know, relationship issues and things like that. So, for me, it's both sides of the spectrum, you feel me? Like, because with my relationship issues, if you listen to the music, I still have the same end result. I still want the same end result, you feel me? There's things that I imagine will happen with this person in there is not going to be visible at the end of the result. And this is why if you look at the hands and the way they're reaching – more aggressive approach. I know what I'm doing. Like, this is for that side of my life, which is, you know, trying to, like, you know, basically um, plant my foot as far as, like, I was telling you, like, I'm one of the best artists in Miami. That's that approach. That's That end result is going to be there. And then there's the other side where I said, like, where relationship issues, interpersonal issues with, you know, who, at the time, my ex said, you know, I'm obviously talking about her, but you feel me? I wasn't trying to say that. But, yeah, you feel <laughs> me? <laughs> bro, 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 she ain't getting no shine out of man, this I shit. I wasn't trying to do that, but no, no, no. So, like, yeah, but um, at the end of the day, that's really what it's about. So it's, I w- it's, it's um, the same thing I want, the same end results, but it's two different sides of life happening right now that's, like, it's like I'm reaching for it, but if you look, one is like, I know I'm going to get it. If you look at the hand, that's how I feel. I'm, I know I'm going to get it. Nothing's going to stop me. Another one's like, it feels like it's like, like it's a sophomore. Like, it's more reluctant. Yeah, it's, it's, con- it's considerate toward toward what other things may be feeling toward reaching this. If you look at the, it, you get my drift. You get what I'm trying to I say. Get, I get what you're trying to say. So I'm going to get a little introspective with you real quick because like, I, I, I don't think it was this week, but maybe like a few weeks ago, like I remember I kind of got into the conversation about like, why can't people just see like good and just like do good? And you're like, you're talking about like things you're going through, right? So like, for instance, like the song Changes is a, a big mm-hmm. one that kind of like shows that side of what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, but with like good and evil, a lot of people forget the idea, like how you're saying, like the two hands, the mm-hmm. devil and the angel. A lot of people forget that like if we didn't have the bad happen, we would never learn. We would never grow. We would never advance. Mm-hmm. Right. If everybody was just good, then all right, that's great. Like everybody's nice and all this stuff. But what what would we really be doing? Would we still be stuck trying to wonder how to make fire at that point? Mm-hmm. Or is it that maybe somebody pissed somebody off so much that they ended up like sparking two rocks together and all of a sudden fire happened? Mm-hmm. Right. And they advanced as a human at that point. Yeah. Do you feel like this project showed that that growth for you, like not only as an artist, but just like that human side of you? Because you're here even like kind of like saying it like there was so much personal shit going on for you. It felt like there were two different sides to everything mm-hmm. that you had your artistry. But you also had this actual human that was mm-hmm. going through shit at yes, the same time. Yes. Yeah, and I think that's why I really love this project so much because it, it displays that timelessly throughout the years. Like, I made that when I was not even 20. You get what I mean? Like, yeah, about 20, 19, 20. And it still resonates with 
what I'm doing five years later. Yeah, you know? and that's why I felt like it's now, a part. It's a part of who you are exactly, now as a person. So that's why I love this project, and that's why I really want people to go listen to it. You feel yeah. Me? So yeah. so what it sounds like it is right, and it's crazy because I look at like this scar on my hand, right? It's like a scar mm-hmm. that at the time you were wounded, right? But over time you've healed, and like you mm-hmm. look at the scar now, and like although at that time it was painful, mm-hmm. although it, mm-hmm. it it was something that helped you become who you are now, you look back at it. You can't help almost just be happy because it's mm-hmm. like if that didn't happen, I wouldn't be who I am. I wouldn't be who I am. And that's what I'm saying is like we would never advance like mm-hmm. if we didn't have those moments. Mm-hmm. So like that's it's really nice. dope to see that happen, like especially as an artist, because mm-hmm. a lot of people, they just they talk about materialistic shit. A lot of people, they talk about, you know, shit they go out and they do. Right. Mm-hmm. It took a lot for an artist in the pandemic mm-hmm. to release a project that actually had substance mm-hmm. to it, because anybody who was releasing shit that really didn't have substance Name me five projects you could think of right now that happened during the pandemic that really had no substance to it that you could truly think of. I can name you some songs. That's I what I'm saying. You, you know couldn't what I mean? name me the projects, right? Yeah. There's just those hit songs. Yeah. And I think that that's what the pandemic has taught this music business mm-hmm. right now. So it's, re- it's pretty dope to see what you got going on. Appreciate that, I can't man. wait to see what's going to happen in 2021. But let's play the people another track and then we're going to talk about 2021 right quick. Yeah, um, but this next track, I'm pretty sure this was the single off of it because I think you had a video for it, but Chips and Dip. Oh, yeah. You could basically say that, yeah. And it was a year, but it doesn't matter when you drop in music. But, yeah, it's a year-old single that I used, you know. Yeah, pretty much. Still it. fire. Still fire. We're going to run uh, it. This is Chips and Dip. Fuego Valley. Y'all go stream it. It's available everywhere. Talk about the future. We're gonna rewind time right quick. Oh, that's the one too. You feel me? Easy vibes, man. Easy vibes. This one probably my favorite. I never changed my mind I just had to take some time Realize who I belong 
another fist Three weeks and a couple days on the way Got the number to my cell and you know where I stay Sad to say, even my mama was asking how we met But she wasn't impressed and assumed that it wouldn't last So maybe if I was less of my feelings and insecure You probably could've been next to me chilling and twisting fur I'm just keeping it cool but I hope you do hear these words I'm just letting you know that I'm getting what I deserve Hold up do you know who I am? Y'all gotta stream that Fuego Valley. Y'all gotta go stream that Fuego Valley. It's available everywhere now. Apple Music, Spotify. I'm pretty sure what title everywhere. Nah, just Apple Music and Spotify. Okay, even at that, that's about what everybody got. Pretty much, yeah. Shout out title though, you know. I want. I'm gonna get it on this soon. Yeah, title definitely for the artist. But let's talk about 2021 right quick. What what's happening for Kid Adams twenty twenty one? What was what what do you expect for yourself out of the future? What do you what are what is a goal you set for yourself? How do you feel about yourself heading into this future? I'm extremely optimistic. You know, you know, as we still gotta wait and see what's up with COVID, but nine times out of ten if everything, you know, they saying it's not gonna get back to normal, but if, if things get back on track and, you know, things start opening up, uh I feel like it's gonna be a really good year for me. Good year. I want to get. I'm not gonna say too much, but I believe in my heart it's gonna be a great year. I okay, it's gonna be a great year. It's okay, great year. can we expect another project? Do you have something in the works? So, mm. well, what do you what do you think musically is going to happen? You know, at this point, I don't even want to make any promises, so I'm gonna say no. And I think at this point, like, yeah, I'm going back to uh, probably like the hiatus. You know, I probably drop some videos for the project to kind of, you know, get keep it uh, keep that up with it and then wrap it up but then i'm probably just gonna not drop any music for a while again maybe, okay maybe maybe not i don't know i can't be i'm gonna be honest with you you know like but the music's going to be made though right the music's gonna continue yeah i'll drop snippets on my stories and shit but i ain't i, ain't, I don't think i really want to like i want to rush back into dropping music i'm gonna take my time and i i, I me, mean the reception of this project alone seems to have been great um yeah i think it was i don't know you know for me i don't think i uh i don't think i think there's still a lot more i have to do as far as promotion wise because i i really want to get that but for less than a month though that's what i'm saying oh yeah for yeah. less than a month i think you actually been doing pretty solid with it appreciate, you, know, you know i think the city's gonna learn to appreciate this because in all honesty you've been killing it with this project i like it a lot good luck man that means you really took a thorough listen to yeah. it yeah and know. it was crazy because like when i was first listening to it me and my girl were driving like about an hour somewhere and i remember i was exhausted it was because it was like right after I just got out of work or whatever it was. So I ended up actually falling asleep, but she listened to the whole tape before I actually listened to the whole tape. Mm -hmm. And when I got up, she was like, she's like, you know, at first, like, I thought it was just going to be like, you know, like another one of these like trap artists that you mm -hmm. just play. She's like, but I actually listen to it. She's like, it was actually pretty good. And like, yeah. she's a tough cookie to, to yeah. impress. No cap. There's, there's a select few artists that actually bring on my show where she's actually like, yeah. I can actually listen to this. And like your project was one of those projects. She's like, I didn't even like let a song like skip or none of that. So she listened to the whole thing through. So trust me, I tell you, 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 you definitely got something going for you, bro. Appreciate it, man. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was actually another thing. You produced tracks on on this and like other projects as well. I saw. Mm -hmm, most yeah, you know I'm a fan of that. I believe, man. Like it, like I like um, you know I feel like I can find great singles off other producers. Don't get me wrong, I, I really do feel like I think that's the chemistry 
you know, once I find it with certain producers and things like that, you know. But I love making like I'm. That's gonna be me all the time. I yeah. love making music on my own beats. Like I'm never gonna not. Make I don't music. think there's nothing better than that kind of idea. And oh, it's not man. even to take away from the other producers, but I think. It's always good, like, for example, right, if you own a business, mm -hmm. I'd rather work for you if you're willing to jump into the mud with me than you just be like, oh, but I put the money into the business. Like, you mm -hmm. need to do all the work. Mm -hmm. yeah, like, that. Yeah. that's where I think a lot of people are exposing, like, how record labels are working is because a lot of these, you know, people that are fronting up the money at labels, they're not actually jumping into the studio and engineering if mm -hmm. the engineer goes down or anything yeah. like that. They're just like, oh, well, if I throw more money, like, who else could we get in here? Mm -hmm. Which, yeah. I mean, it helps, but is it is it really what you need at the end? No, yeah. it's not. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think uh, if you ask a lot of the major artists today, man, I think they'll tell you, like, um, studio ethic when it comes to recording is very sacred. It's not something you could just you know, toss around engineers and just, like, hoping and pray your song. Like, you know, yeah, they are professionals, but then there's something that somebody really believing in your sound and going to ex producers. I mean, engineers do that when they believe in me because I've had a couple engineers, different engineers, you know, like, and my sound, and I can tell by the way my sound is mixed through the same. Like, it'll, it literally would sound the same, but in the way they want, you know what I mean? So, yeah. like, it sounds kind of crazy, but I know what I'm talking about. Like, like, Certain engineers, when they really, I just feel like when they really believe in the artist, they'll they'll kick that extra mile about you know, doing certain tweaks or experimenting to kind of see what they can do to enhance their sound. I've seen it happen so many times with my music, so I know what I'm talking about, you know. But like that's why it's really sacred. That's why I say it's not just about just throwing people all in the room. I think, you know, if that is a problem in the industry, I don't know because I'm not in there yet. But I, I, you know, hopefully I get to experience that someday. You feel me? Someday. Well, hopefully, and and not the way where you would get, you know, not benefit Even from the situation. Well, it, I, you know, I feel like I'm in, I'm gonna in the essence thing that I'm, I'm I'm open like I'm gonna embrace every situation because it's gonna it's gonna be an opportunity to grow. I'm yeah. Not look back at anything and feel like oh you know it was, oh, I didn't get anything from it or you know as long as it's not really backtracking me in any way. You feel me? If it's an experience that I can get over or anything like that, I'm I'm open to like not saying that I'm gonna let it happen. Yeah, whatever, you don't want to consider consistently disappoint yourself obviously no, definitely not. but if you if you at least learn off that one time mm -hmm. you learn something from it so there is obviously need, value most people all they need is one time for a yeah. situation to learn never to do anything. facts and they'll just back right off just be like you know what never mind this wasn't going mm -hmm. to work you know hopefully i wish you the best with somebody else down the line you know maybe it'll work out wherever else you're mm -hmm. headed that's just and it's that's, that's as professional as you can get without holding bad bad bridges or grudges with anybody you know what i mean like you just keep it professional say it didn't work out best of luck let me keep it moving you feel me and i think that is the best thing about being an artist and learning growing in this industry bro like it's gonna be so many chances man there's gonna be so many chances and so many opportunities for everybody because it's abundant there's always well when things you know get back into place there's always gonna be concerts there's always gonna be a and r's and people looking for music in different regions yeah it's a big you don't always have to take the first situation that comes your way, but you can embrace it and see where it might lead you. Mm -hmm. And, and that's had, networking right there. We've had a lot of those situations enough yeah. to know, to know exactly like, yeah. You know, like so. really <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing you gotta, you gotta think to yourself, like, is this something worth committing? It's like, it's like dating, you know, your significant other. You just got to think to yourself at that point, like, yo, is this, is this something I need to invest into over the next few mm -hmm. years? Cause like, even like when I met my girl, for example, I wasn't looking for a relationship, but like things, certain things just clicked where I was like, well, I'm not going to just like shy this away. Like if I, if I mm -hmm. push this away, like I may not get an opportunity mm -hmm. like this again. And I still seize the opportunity and ended up playing out for the more positive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I feel like every opportunity, 
team, if you're on the path of taking something, like you don't get to keep it. Yeah. It's gonna hold you down for for life. Yeah, so don't 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 look at opportunities or you know some people shy away from that type of shit. They're like, nah, I'm straight because you know this this and that. Like, yeah. Go forward. If you come to the universe and want some shit and he's gonna put it in your face, you just ignore it. One thing I've been telling people to do all of 2020: watch Meet the Robinsons. If you ain't watch Meet the Robinsons from yeah. Disney, yo, what you just <laughs> said, that whole movie encompasses encompasses that whole idea. What you just said. Meet the Rob. It's a kids movie. Don't get me wrong, but no cap. That shit will teach you so much because like it's all about just like yo. You could jump into something if you make a mistake. You learn from it and you just keep moving. And that's the kind of shit that I thrive off of. Like I and I watched that movie again. I was like, damn. I was like, I, when I was a kid, all that shit went over my head. You know, when I watch it back now as a man, it's like damn. Like you know, like this kid learned from mistakes like the whole way through. You you would fuck with it in all honesty, like if you actually just watch it for the purpose of what the movie's trying to get out, because it just literally shows you, like, yo, no matter how much you trip and fall, like you can literally push yourself right back up and just keep going forward. Well, that's facts, and that's what life is all about, man. It's gonna always be hard, you know. It's gonna always be ups and there's always be dogs, you know. It's just how the, how you manage through these. Well, the good is what you want, but the bad, you know, it's how you manage through it that you know, continues life, man. Yeah. It defines your character. Mm-hmm. How well, how well are you gonna push yourself out the mud? Like I think, I think I, I like you know like even for myself and like I feel like a lot of artists go through that. A lot of people see people persevere through the tough times of being a creator, right? Because when we first start, it's like you you want people to repost your stuff, you want people to like and you know invest into like merchandise and things like that, all kinds of different aspects of it. Like whether it's like you're trying to sell your album, you made like a you know a piece of clothing, whatever the case is. A lot of people look at that kind of stuff at first and they're just like, all right, well, let's see where they keep going. And then when they look back at it and they're just like, yo, actually, they're still at it two or three years later. And now they're seeing this build. Mm-hmm. That's when they jump right back onto it. And like a lot of people get upset at that. But I think it's also something that that it defines your character because people jump back into it and bought back into it because of the fact that you showed resiliency. You actually created something out of nothing. And now they have no choice whether they wanted to in the past or not. Now they have no choice but to respect you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the story. That's what it, um, somebody told me that man. Someone very important to me. He said, and I still remember this. You remember that? He said, "Is is um he he was sitting there and he was telling us that it was like this is gonna be a part of your story." I remember him saying this. I remember yeah. him saying this. It man. always is. It didn't click to me then. I swear to God, it did not click to me then. I promise you on my You're life. You're just like, all right, bro. I was just like, you know, I took it in because, you know, I was like, okay, you know, but it never clicked. And and now it all makes sense. And I'm just like, you know, it's, it's okay. All right. He got it. He got it. You know, but that's why this is all important to me. Every part, every process, man, now from now is like so important. Because no it's what all it a part of your story. Mm-hmm. That's what I love to hear, man. But. We're going to wrap it up right there. Mm-hmm. I want you to tell the people, where can they find you? All that good stuff. Tell them the socials, yeah. all that. Every social media is Kid Adams, K-I-D-D, K-I-2-D's, A-D-A-M-Z as in Zebra. You feel me? Check in, tap in, check out Fuego Valley. You already know. Yep. That boy Priority got stashed away his next project. You don't even realize it yet. Next seven yeah. projects. <laughs> 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 I ain't gonna lie, man. Man. 
Oh my god, hey, I'm fucking with it though. Yeah, we we were just live with Kid Adams. Um, y'all tune in, y'all go stream that Fuego Valley. It's available now on Apple Music and Spotify. That shit's fire. Y'all got to hear a first sound here. Um, but yeah, y'all could catch us on Sunday. Actually, we're going to be back with VVS Santoyo uh, for the first selection Sunday of 2020. So y'all tune in, uh, artist. If you have music you want played on the show, if you want music to be reviewed for free by me and my guests. You can send that into imanotalk at gmail.com. We will play it live right here on the show. Uh, we're actually only going to have 10 spots. We have nine already filled. We have one spot available left. So if you want that last spot, send it now. But don't fret because we're actually going to do back-to-back selection Sundays as well since we're going to be off for Christmas Eve, which is on Thursday. Um, we will actually be rescheduling the show with Chef for Sunday the 27th. And y'all can send music then, too. We'll also review it then, so make sure you get that sent in. But go follow us on social media, at Talk. Go subscribe on YouTube and all podcast platforms. The show will be available on there tomorrow. Um, but, yeah, much love to all. Y'all go stream that Fuego Valley. Shout out, Kid Adams. We'll catch y'all on Sunday. And till then, y'all actually enjoy this track right here. I got one more for them. And I had to save it because it had a wrestling reference to it. But this is John Cena by Kid Adams. Y'all go stream that Fuego Valley. Yeah. Yeah, I don't wanna talk to you. I'd rather take off with my pony yo. This summer we forecast a lot of paper. Your girl wanna see me on top of her. This lobster and shrimp on tilapia. Sus at the dinner table like the mafia. You one of a kind, you can't copy us. I'll be you boy, try to copy us. They wanna know how a nigga living. They got my cousin the penitentiary. They got me thinking about making millions. Dream of the day when he leaving prison. My older cousin got heart failure Going through life like it's all player Still in the field like the ball players I make you run like you Run me them coins, yeah 2000 just to perform, yeah I had to run up the funds, yeah Dress it up like I'm a con, yeah My nigga slime, you better cut the head Drake will shoot him in the motherfucking dread Red bone, bitch, take him off the edge Drop the pin and then we taking off again But this ain't a smoky beat My young niggas say he won't hold the heat 21 ready to catch a body So watch how you niggas approaching me I keep the heat as close to me You come around think you could joke with me Who the fuck you niggas supposed to be? Huh? I'm really not feeling any new niggas Getting no money with old heads Bad yellow bitches, she bow leg But she ride on my dick like a moped I never stay for too long though I still lay up like a Rondo Beat up the boss like a combo Keep aggression like a lawnmower We kept the cash on us But it never would last on us Yeah we ran it back up, yeah, we got that like cash up <laughs> See, you took a while, homie, now that money gon' pile, homie yeah. How they wanna clap us, but they know that we strapped up Don't make a dumb decision, niggas around me, they got dumb precision Nigga like-